All right, so you're listening to Naked Comedy. We're interviewing Brody Stevens today. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. What are you doing this fine, fine day? Uh, it's a, a sunny Sunday here in the San Fernando Valley, Valley Village to be exact. I was at the coffee house, sitting there writing, trying to write jokes, looking over notes, drinking coffee. You got to... You got to write. You got to put it out there. It's hard to, uh, you know, just get up there and wing it every night. You got to, you know, people think comedians do that. Oh, they just get up there and talk. They don't see the hours that I put in on a Sunday afternoon while everyone's out hiking, everyone's at the beach, everyone's at church or with their families. I'm by myself at an independent coffee house near Studio City. <laughs> so is that where you usually write most of your stuff? At like coffee houses and those cool hip indie places like that? No, I mean, I'll go to, uh, I have nothing against Starbucks. I have nothing against, you know, any, I mean, I like independent coffee houses generally. It's just a better vibe there usually. Uh, more interesting people. Starbucks tends to get can get like a different crowd so I, I mean i like independent only because i think that's kind of where i started from up in seattle which, which ironically starbucks is from seattle <laughs> but when i was up there in the 90s in the mid 90s people didn't like starbucks they're like anti-starbucks i'm sure people still are anti-starbucks but i really got i mean my first experience with coffee was with independent coffee houses so that kind of like and i'm not a snob at all so i just like going there and they usually have free wi-fi if i need to do that and yeah i'll write at a coffee house sometimes i'll write at night when i get home like i'll uh tape a set you know if i do a comedy set at night i'll go when i'm in bed or something i'll uh, turn the light on i'll listen to a set and i'll just like write a few things down on my notebook but i would say yeah it's like half of me writing at home you know, just like when inspiration hits me, maybe in the morning, maybe at night. Usually at night. I'm not like a morning writer. <laughs> if I do anything in the mornings, I mean, I would do a coffee house or I'll work on my, you know, write a, do a blog or something like that. So, but the bottom line is, yeah, I'm always, you know, when inspiration hits, you just got to write. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your style of comedy for some of the people who might not know it as well as the other rest of us do. Uh, I think my comedy is in the moment. It's, it's a positive energy. People seem to be laughing. You know, they'll laugh at me. I think my I kind of my emotions are pretty visible. You know, whether it be happiness or stress or goofiness. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's like I didn't growing up. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be a comedian on this. I never thought I was funny. I always thought like people, you know, made fun of me or I was I got picked on a lot. But you know, you learn that, you know, people pick on you because they like you. So mm -hmm. it, it took me. It's taken me a while. I would say it took me about like ten years to realize that. Oh, you know what? People like me. People think I'm funny. Now. It's kind of like up to me to believe that. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. But again, my comedy's in the moment. I can do crowd work. I've done a lot of audience warm-up here in, in, uh, for TV shows here in L.A. Is that like before the show starts, getting the crowd like riled up? Yeah, you know, warming them up. You know, I, I worked at Fox Sports for a long time, Best Damn Sports Show, which 
it was really my first gig, consistent gig that I got out here. I had done Premium Blend. I did the Craig Kilborn show. I did some little, small little TV things. Well, those were basically, yeah, the TV things I did. I don't want to make it like I did something extra. But <laughs> I got the warm-up gig, and it just forced me. It forces you to be funny without cursing, and then you're doing it in a studio environment. I think it just makes you a better comedian, a better performer. It's not ideal stand-up necessarily, but you're working a lot of those same muscles. And then it's like, if you can be funny in in front of, you know, famous people or big-time athletes, when people are nervous, they're looking for, you know, people like in these TV, some TV shows or, you know, high, you know, high stakes, that is, TV's high stakes, but... <laughs> It could be pressure, and it did, but it makes you a better comedian. And I'm kind of still like I, I work at Chelsea lately now. I do the warm up there, and you know, it's like I feel this way about every, you know maybe my whole comedy is like I'm in the middle of it. It's like I feel like I'm in the eye of the storm, or I'm in the in the forest. You can't always see the forest through the trees. Is that what it is? <laughs> the trees through the forest. One of those things. The forest for the trees, or trees yeah. for the forest. Yeah, it's something like that. But that's why it's so great to tape sets, because if you tape your sets, I can really, like, disconnect myself from, from me and just kind of listen to the performance and go, hey, I'm getting laughs, you know? And that's one thing I kind of enjoy. Actually, I don't mind listening to my sets um, after a show. I mean, if they're good. I mean, if it's a horrible set, I mean, which hopefully, you know, doesn't happen that much, you wouldn't want to listen to it, but... You know, comedians are hard on themselves. I mean, I'm not that, I'm not, I don't think I'm different than any other, you know, any other comedian out there. They all think, they all, you know, they're neurotic. Um, but I did want to ask you, so and what's, And weird, not weird, but. How is there that relationship between you, you know, and sports? We're I, know, I know there's something there, but, but like how, what is your, what is your thing with sports? Were you? Well, I'm not, I mean, I played baseball. I was a good, you know, I was a pretty good pitcher. I'm not a great athlete. I'm not graceful. I'm goofy. Some would even say I run like a gay guy, which I'm not. I'm not gay. I really get a lot of gay inquiries from straight chicks. Um, Maybe it's the mustache. I think I'm seeing a celebrity right now. I think I'm looking at a celebrity, by the way. Is Some it? guy from like a CBS show. Oh. I've been at Chuck Norris show. He's got long hair. He looks... Latino, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's singing. Do you know his name? No, but he's got long hair. Uh, yeah, I think he's on a CBS show. He looks Native American and Latino. I, Let me get it close. Anyway, I'll keep that going. Yeah, he's been <laughs> on some show. He's got like a mullet. He's Samoan. I think he looks Samoan almost. If you think of the right, name. Right, across the street right now. I go, I you're an actor. Say, yeah, just like yell something out, but I don't know what you would yell if we don't know the name. I go, and you're an actor, right? <laughs> I was gonna, like, you can't just yell out, "You're Samoan, right?" That might that might start some problems. Well, I have Samoan friends, so that that that's okay. Then that's okay. Though it'll be cool. <laughs> I'll let him go. <laughs> let him go about his day. But um, but yeah, because on I know on your on your website brodystevens.com, there's a whole bunch of pictures of you with with athletes and stuff. Like, did you are you like do you know them? Are you friends with them? Or what's what's the deal with that? Well, I met a lot of, uh, you know, working at Best Damn Sports Show, 
on Fox, I got to meet so many different athletes just doing the audience warm-up there. So a lot of these guys would come on and be on the show, and some would be on for a week at a time or multiple appearances, and they always got to see me, you know, doing my warm-up, getting the crowd fired up for them, that sort of thing. And I think I, I uh, you know, I met a lot of people through that, and which was cool. You know, it's a, it's a good feeling to, like, to, you know, have people that you look up to whether it be an actor or a great athlete, it's more like the cool athletes. Like, you know, I played baseball. I was, um, growing up, I was pretty good at high school baseball. Then I went on to play college baseball. So I have connections to that. Like a lot of my friends through college have gone on to play in the major leagues. And then I have a, a friend that is a coach, coach of the Yankees. And now he coaches with the Dodgers. And through him, I was able to meet a lot of these players. So, Kind of like I would meet players through my friends, and I'd meet players through my background of playing, and then I would meet players through working at Fox Sports. So that's how I got to meet all these athletes. It doesn't put money in my pocket, not directly at least, but you know what? Some of these guys have charities or they'll have golf tournaments, and I feel like if I want to like work that angle, I could. Um, you know, that's... You know I, I, I'm into I'm into sport. I'm into like pitching. I'm into throwing. I'm into, I like baseball, I don't need to play in the game, but I just like working out with baseball, I'm into stadiums, I'm into that stuff, but, you know, it's like how, how you know, how, how do you make money that way? Yeah, unless, That's what you have to think, like, unless you you're professional. Professor, right, like well, maybe I could get some kind of job as a reporter or an online, you know, like a, a sideline reporter or something like that, which is possible still, I think. So is there a team? What's your what's what's your team? What's your baseball team? If you had to choose. I like the Dodgers. I grew up with the Dodgers and they just won. They just beat the Cubs. Ooh, but okay. I had a falling out recently with my friend who coaches with the Dodgers, so oh, wow. really haven't been talking, so I'm not it's been kind of a bummer actually because I'm not a part of it. And I've been a part of some of these baseball teams before when he was a coach of the Yankees. I would hang out with the Yankees, and it was cool. Again, it's cool. Who wouldn't want to hang out with a big league baseball team? But it comes to a point where I have to devote time to comedy. You know, why don't I have a half-hour special? Why don't I have a CD? Why don't I have a DVD? Why don't I have headshots from uh, from this decade? <laughs> you know, my business card, this and that. I need to do those things, and... I feel sometimes if I'm spending time around baseball, these baseball opportunities, which are opportunities for good times, but I'm at a certain point where I would like to be making, you know, some money. Of course, you got to survive, and you can only. And it's like I'm somehow. I would like to somehow make everything a byproduct of each other: comedy, sports. Comedy, baseball, celebrity, in the moment. There's a, there's something there, and I'm getting closer and closer to it. I can't quite put my finger on it. I feel like you definitely have, like maybe, like yeah, like you're saying, it's not quite there yet. But I think it's getting close to a point where you could do something. I mean, um, just like for example, the whole uh, what is it? Back on tops with the Scalar brothers, and they're. Um, do you know about that on the Fox Sports Network? It's like yeah, an online I saw. thing. It's funny. They're my friends. They're very funny. Yeah, I, I mean, did, I, did, I helped them out a little bit on uh, cheap seats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's kind of kind of an option. But I don't know, like, how is the 
how is the web world? Is that really somewhere you can make a career at this point? Um, well, my, my feeling is, you know, the internet, I think you can, first of all, I like that Scholar show. I saw the first episode. It's good. And I, and, and they kind of, I, I like what they do. I, I like, I like the Sklars and their comedy and how they incorporate and they're pretty cool. They have good, very good taste. And, uh, so that's, I mean, I'm glad they're doing these things because it's something like to, to shoot for. Um, I think, yeah, you could, you could make a living on the Internet these days. I don't know. You know, times are changing, of course, you know, daily with the economy and all that. But I would like to think that with all these web companies, it is the wild, wild west out there. And, you know, you may not get huge TV money, but you might get livable money, and you're doing it. I mean, I think the Internet, If you obviously, I think most people like to be on TV. There's more money on TV. There's more... But the internet's not so bad. It's like you can do a podcast, you can do a video show, you can do something like I'm going to put this on the internet with the thinking like you know maybe it could be on TV, or you can try and do it straight to TV. You could do that too. You know, it's changing. It's always it, uh, people don't know. I'm a fan of the internet. I say just do it because if you're doing something like I want to put this on TV, like you make something specifically for TV. If you're not a player, let's say you're you're just an average Joe, you can do a podcast, you can do a video blog, you can do a, some, something on YouTube, you can do all those things, and then you can pitch yourself based on views and hits, and if they like it, maybe pitch it to, you know, one of these websites. Guys do get deals with websites. So it's not multi-million dollar stuff, but it's, it's probably decent supplemental income. Yeah, I know? mean... And, like, how was your experience with doing the podcast? I know, like, is it that much simpler? Um, I, think it's e- I, think it's, I think it's easier. I think the technology is always getting easier. You know, a lot of these cameras are used for, to make Internet videos, are used for TV shows. So in terms of, like, the technology, I think it's only getting easier and easier. You know, everyone's got an iPod. You can buy a microphone. You can do it. You can go on the Internet and kind of like te- you can teach yourself how to do a podcast or you there's so many people that know how to do it as a comedian let's say you're not technically savvy all the way you could always hire somebody to do it for real cheap or there's there are there are people out there who know how to do the podcast if you want to do a podcast or you want to do these videos so you really can do it you can you know, if you want to do something, you can. Whether you're going to make money on it or people are going to like it or, or that, who knows? Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're not going to know unless you do it. Or, or you could be asked to be in things. I've, I'm in a lot of, I've been in a lot of little Internet videos and things like that. You'll get a couple bucks here and there. These guys are, you know, paying out. But, you know, after a while, you want to do your own thing, like your own Brody show, my own specific show that's the thing with the internet you can do something real specific and it only has to be five minutes i can do a five-minute interview with a celebrity boom (laughs) you know um i've been saying you know a lot i know so what are you doing right now like where are places that people can see you now like on a regular-ish basis well i'm at if you don't do anything in the afternoons (laughs) three to four times a week i'm at Chelsea lately. I do the audience warm up there, and occasionally I get to do panel. I've done panel five times. I bought a packet for five. 
So I did I, I did five panels on her show, and I did another little segment. So Chelsea's been real cool to me. I'm there in the afternoon. It's good for, like, got a f- friend in town. It's, it's safe comedy. It's happy. It's in the afternoon. It's on. It's in West L.A. Also, I'm doing shows. I do Tiger Lily. I do UCB Theater in Hollywood. I'll do the El Cid on Sunset, some garage comedy stuff. I'll do, you have BrodyStevens.com, Facebook. I'm on MySpace. That's awesome, I, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing uh, 12 Shiny Nickels to Dan Bilek. He's really doing some stuff there. Comedy Store, I'll go. I usually get a spot a week at the Comedy Store. I'm working on my drumming, do a little air drum, <laughs> chair drum, rock band thing. So, oh, and I'm in a movie. I'll be shooting that in November. I booked this Todd Phillips movie. Oh, cool. The Hangover, yeah, so I'm happy about that. Zach's in that, Ed Helms. Very nice. And I think Bradley Cooper. So Todd Phillips, I auditioned for that, and I got a little part. So I feel good about that, and, you know, you just got to keep doing it, and, I, you know, do these little interviews. It's not mm-hmm. that it's a little interview. This is, believe me, Sam, this is more for me than for you. <laughs> this is therapeutic. This will be, be on the Internet. This will be podcasted. You can put this in your iTunes and take it with you. Have a little bit of Brody Stevens with you all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm given, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, there, I think there's more. I think we have a part two in this interview coming up. I, mean, I, I haven't talked about Seattle. I haven't talked about New York. You know, I was in New York with Dimitri Martin. I was back there with Eugene Merman. You know, I've done a lot of stuff with Judah Friedlander. So there's a whole other seen. In fact, in Seattle, I briefly crossed paths with Mitch Hedberg. Mitch was a big fan of mine. Really? Mitch was a fan of Brody. I, I hosted for him at the Improv, so he was like, he always he always liked what I did. You just got to go for it. You, it really is a feeling, and you go for it, and you pay your dues. And look, I've only been doing it, I don't want to say only, it's been 14 years. You look at guys like Louis C.K., Todd Berry, those guys have been doing it 20 years, 21, 22 years. So it's like, uh, they deserve everything they're getting. And I only want I only want success for my friends and everybody I know because it it's only going to help me and help us and it's got to be you know I, I'm into positive comedy I'm not into the negative confrontational jock comedy it's just something you know and not to say there isn't an audience for that it's just not my thing I think that's really cool that you bring that up too just because I. I know that that's sometimes it's really hard for me to leave. Like when you see you on TV or when we see you live, you don't see like 14 years of work. You just see like the final product.